Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, sisters, queens, priestess, and goddesses to another empowering episode of the Dangerously Divine podcast. I'm your guide today, host Rachel Loren, and I am a feminine magnetism life coach and certified Reiki master. I'm here to help you rediscover your purpose, align with the wealth you desire, call in soulmate level love, and unlock all of that feminine potential that you have just been yearning for. I share insights, tools, and wisdom on how to align with your highest level self, ignite your passions, pleasure, and purpose, and unlock those innate feminine gifts within you. This podcast is your sacred space to embark on a journey of self-discovery, growth, and magnetism. So together, we will explore all of your potential and create a life that exceeds your wildest dreams. So if you're ready to embark on this adventure with me, and get ready to embrace your feminine energy. This podcast is for you. We will celebrate the magic within every woman. Today's episode is all about seven things that could be blocking your feminine energy. Let's begin today's episode. Welcome to the Dangerously Divine Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Loren, entrepreneur, life coach, and your new spiritual bestie. We dive deep into all things feminine magnetism, mindset, and empowerment. Prepare to unlock your full potential and activate your feminine gifts. If you're an ambitious woman who's ready to stop playing small, step into your feminine power and claim a life beyond your wildest dreams, then you're in the right place. So go ahead and, and turn, turn up the volume. volume. You're about to hear juicy stories, inspirational advice, and transformational tips that'll help you uplevel your life and align with the divine goddess within you. More self-confidence, freedom, and abundance are all just a play away. Thank you for listening and enjoy this episode. Before we get into the juiciness of today's episode, I wanted to first plug my Facebook group. I will link the Facebook group in the show notes for those of you that are interested in joining our little community on the internet. We talk all things feminine magnetism, love and relationships, female empowerment, networking, community building, money magnetism, dark and soft feminine energy, self-care, spirituality, alignment, Reiki healing, crystals, mindset work, masculine energy, so many good topics that we discuss in this group. But one of the perks of being in my Facebook group is that you get access to the free events that I host. And as I'm recording this episode, it is Wednesday, December 6th, which is about a week away from the virtual vision board making party with me. If you've listened to any of these episodes before, you know that I am a big fan of vision boards and I thought it would be such a fun community activity to host this virtual vision board making party. We can use our virtual vision board on our computer backgrounds as our phone wallpapers or print it out and hang it somewhere in our homes. So I would love to have you join me in our virtual vision board making party. If you are ready to amplify your feminine magnetism and manifest all of your dreams 
in 2024, please click the link below. I would love to see all of your beautiful faces in attendance. Now let's get into today's episode. If you're here listening to this episode, I can already assume that you are interested in feminine energy and potentially unlocking your feminine magnetism to create abundance within your own life. However, there could be some things that are blocking your feminine magnetism. If you haven't already listened to episode two and three, I go into what feminine energy is, what masculine energy is, and how to balance the two to live a peaceful and productive life, as well as talk about feminine magnetism. So I would encourage you to go and listen to those two episodes to get a little bit of a refresher on what it is that we're trying to accomplish here and why it can feel so hard to really manifest and magnetize our desires if we don't know how to balance our masculine and feminine energies. If you've made it this far, I'm going to assume that you either went back and listened to them or you have a good understanding already of what feminine energy is. However, it is simply not enough just to know what feminine energy is. We need to be conscious of certain situations, people, or occurrences that may block our feminine energy at times. And when I say blocked, blocked doesn't mean that it's there permanently. It doesn't mean that it's unattainable just because these certain situations have happened to you. It simply means that there is a situation in your life or a perspective that you have that really needs to shift in order to make the change that you desire. You have to release old ways of thinking and you have to grow and blossom into new habits. It is definitely a daily practice for most women because in today's society, we are almost all living in our masculine. And while there definitely needs to be a healthy balance of masculine and feminine energy, when we've been pushed into work and overachieving and have disconnection from our desires and our bodies, and we're just like spending our days in survival mode, this could block our feminine energy and we could not be magnetizing our desires as simply as we want to. This is such an important lesson because when you tap into that feminine energy, truly the world around you changes and you just feel this sense of freedom and peace and purpose to your life. I chose to talk about this today because it is something that is prevalent for a lot of women. We all carry natural feminine gifts that our feminine energy guides us to use so that we can create a more meaningful and beautiful life. However, when we're not being led by our intuition and when we're constantly in this survival mode, we have to relearn how to listen to ourselves and how to allow our natural being to come out. It is almost 2024 and I am so excited to step into the new energy of this year and I want you to really feel like you have the tools in your belt to not only know what feminine energy and feminine magnetism is, but to combat these daily signs and occurrences that can happen that have blocked your feminine energy. Being in tuned with your feminine energy is not something 
that we just learn about and automatically that switch gets flipped on. It is a constant daily practice that we have to do. And although it might be blocked by certain circumstances, I'm here to show you that it can be truly liberating when you let go of things that block your feminine energy and make that shift into embracing who you are, and who you were meant to be. The first of our seven signs that you may have blocked your feminine energy is that you feel the need to control everything. As a type A person and a self-proclaimed former control freak, I just want to validate all of the listeners here that it's okay and it's completely normal to feel like you need to have control over every aspect of your life. However, I want to encourage you to leave room for miracles to flourish. When we dictate every part of our day, every part of the interactions we have with other people, when we try and control every situation around us, not only can it leave us feeling drained, but it also doesn't leave room for the universe to provide us with something better. The universe works in funny ways. And one of the ways in which I've seen it work is that when I am tapped into myself and feeling really good, high vibe, listening to music, lighting a candle, taking my foot off of the gas, that's when things begin to flourish and things begin to make sense. I like to think of it like that analogy of being in the shower or driving a car and your best ideas come to you when your brain is kind of shut off. And that is how the universe and the magnetic feminine work as well. When we take our foot off of the gas and we're just kind of coasting, although it might seem like we're not doing much, we are embodying our feminine energy and releasing control over a specific outcome. Then that's when the universe and what is aligned with us will begin to flow into our lives so effortlessly. The reality of this is, is that as much as we might try to control every situation in our lives, there is only so much that we as humans can control. So instead of trying to control everything and everyone in our lives, it's best to only focus on the things that we can control that bring us peace, that bring us prosperity, that bring us pleasure, and let the universe and what is aligned with us sort everything else out for us. The next indicator that you might be blocking your feminine energy is when you feel guilty for things that you want to do just for the pleasure of doing them. There is a lot of shame in our culture to do things solely for the purpose of just wanting to do it. And it seems like everything nowadays has to either bring us money or be for someone else. And then we get really out of touch with our inner divine feminine because we're not feeding her. We're not giving her anything to look forward to throughout her day. We're not prioritizing her and her own desires. Instead, we are putting other people and other situations on a pedestal instead of ourselves. This is one that a lot of people struggle with, specifically people with addictive tendencies, because with guilt comes a shame spiral. When we begin to feel guilty for doing things that bring us pleasure, then we get into the headspace of, I don't deserve this time for me. I don't have enough energy to prioritize everyone else and myself, and I can't make everyone happy, but I'm going to try at the expense of myself. And that can be such a hard cycle to break. But then when we start accepting and inviting in the freedom to 
prioritize our own pleasure, it can feel like a little bit of a challenge. And that's where the shame comes into play that you might be sitting and reading a book that you enjoy and you know then you get a text from a friend and you're like okay really quickly just let me respond or you might be taking a bath and maybe your kids come in and they need you and we are always taught as women that we have to put others needs before our own and in realizing that that's a problem then comes the shame of why can't i do this for myself why can't i take a 15 minute bath why can't i read for 20 minutes alone and it can feel a little bit disheartening to recognize that you spend so little time on yourself and nourishing you that it sometimes feels easier to do things that will purposefully shut off your brain such as drinking alcohol or watching endless hours of TV. And that's where those addictive personalities come in that although it might seem like we're doing something for pleasure, our bodies are in that fight, flight, or freeze mode, which comes when we're super triggered, that we just freeze and do something that feels safe, it feels comfortable, it sort of feels like rest and we're taking care of ourselves, but really it's just avoiding actually prioritizing ourselves and our pleasure. I keep a list and I would recommend you do the same of things from small to large that you could do just for the sake of pleasure. So one of the shorter things that I could do that take the least amount of time would be putting on a face mask as I'm working. And I love taking care of my skin. I love looking good. And it doesn't take long for me to actually put on the mask, but it feels pleasurable to me because I know that I am taking care of myself. And then on the longer things that take a little bit more time, at the bottom of that list are go on a vacation or go on a little shopping spree or try a new hobby, things that take a little bit more effort and time. And I keep this list on me basically at all times because whenever I'm feeling like I am blocking my feminine energy or I am knocked out of alignment, it's good to have simple things that you can do to just recenter in your body and be like, okay, this life that I'm living is for me and I'm going to show myself and show the universe that I can prioritize myself and that I deserve this pleasure. What are some things that I can do? So other examples of things that you can do for your own pleasure is light a candle, turn off your computer and leave work 15 minutes early, go get a massage, reach out to a friend that you haven't talked to in a while and catch up with them, paint, draw, sing, dance, do a workout class. Anything that brings you pleasure, let's make time for in every single day. And even more importantly than that, let's not feel guilty about it. On the same token comes my third sign that you may have blocked your feminine energy. And this is as though you feel like you are just surviving throughout the day. Maybe you're one of those people who really look forward to your weekend or can't wait until the clock hits five so that you can log off and turn off of work. Maybe you love when school is in session so that you can drop your kiddos somewhere else. All of that is us being in this survival mode and reaching and really looking for ways that we can just numb that pain a little bit. When we're in this survival mode, we will look 
for any ounce of relief that we can get, no matter how temporary or permanent that relief might be. We all deal with stressful situations throughout the course of our life, but the divine feminine energy focuses on what can bring her pleasure as she's dealing with these tough situations so that she doesn't feel like she's in survival mode. There's a phrase that I love to think about when I tend to get in survival mode, and it is that you wouldn't be mad at a plant for not blooming. You would instead change the environment that it's in. Give it more water, repot it with some new fresh soil, face it towards the sunlight, change up that environment so that that plant can survive. The same thing goes for us and our feminine energy. When we feel as though we are not thriving, we have to take a look at our daily lives and ask ourselves, is there something that is draining me of my energy? Are there ways in which I can water myself and nourish myself better? And do I need to change up people or the environments that I'm in to be more prosperous? In the examples that I gave of someone waiting until 5 p.m. for the workday to be over because they're in such survival mode, if that is you, maybe you can go out and have a nice lunch to yourself. Maybe get a glass of champagne at lunch to treat yourself a little bit. Indulge in that food that you desire, that nourishes your body, that lights your taste buds up. Find those micro moments of bliss throughout your day. In the other example of someone waiting until the weekend and wanting to close their computer and just turn off their brains, is there something that you can do after work or maybe before work that will help you thrive even more throughout your day? Maybe you do a little morning breath work on your drive. Maybe you do a yoga class in the morning before work. Maybe instead of going home, you go to a class or a new hobby after work. Don't just wait for the weekends to feel like you can take that breath of relief. Being in your feminine energy is all about making the best of your situation and finding moments that you can prosper throughout every single day. The next red flag here that you might have blocked your feminine energy is if your body is feeling tense or exhausted. Like I've said before, you might be in this fight, fight, or freeze mode. You might be in survival stages. And oftentimes when that happens, we hold a lot of that stress in our bodies. For me specifically, I know I hold stress in my toes and my toes are always curled. So throughout the day, I am really cognizant of that and tell myself, okay, Rachel, how am I feeling? What physical sensations are coming up in my body and how can I just release some of that tension? So I will do a few deep breaths, turn on some relaxing music, release the tension in my toes. Sometimes it's hiding in my jaw. Sometimes it's in my eyebrows. Maybe it's in my neck. I really encourage you to do a full body scan and bring your attention into your entire body, all the way from your toes to the top of your head. See how your physical body is responding and pay attention to it. And then learn to release some of that tension and stress and anger that you're harboring within your physical body. This is why all the feminine girlies love somatic work 
love yoga, love Pilates, because it is time to really get into your body, focus on your breath, stretch out all of those muscles, and release all of that tension. You can take this practice as deep as you want, and you can go to Pilates or yoga five times a week, or it could be as simple as just tuning into your body. Maybe once in the morning when you wake up, once throughout the day if a stressful situation comes along, and then maybe once at night as you're about to fall asleep. Really acknowledge physical sensations that you're feeling within your body. Our bodies are such a visual representation of what is going on in our mindset. If you have not been eating well because you're super stressed out and you order takeout every night, if you haven't been working out and prioritizing taking care of your mental health, that will all show within your body and you may begin to feel this overwhelming sense of exhaustion. My best piece of advice here is don't wait until it's too late. Don't wait until your mindset physically starts to show in your body as cancer, as skin issues, as weight gain, as fatigue. Once it reaches that point, it's a lot harder to get back into yourself and to feel good about prioritizing yourself. So it all starts with reconnecting to our bodies and having a sense of internal peace. Going hand in hand with our body feeling tense and exhausted is my fifth sign that you might have blocked your feminine energy. And this is if you are feeling numb to your own emotions. Someone that is highly attuned to their feminine energy and is connected to the divine and their inner goddess knows their emotions, knows what feelings are theirs and what they're taking on from other people, and also recognizes when an emotion is a fleeting passing feeling or when it's something that is going to last or is something that they should work on themselves. When we completely shut off our emotions and become numb to it, that is a defense mechanism. We're saying we don't have enough time or energy or space in our lives to acknowledge and feel our emotions. So instead, we're just going to shut them off for right now. And while that might be a great temporary fix, your emotions are still there. They're just being numbed down. This is why very emotional or sensitive people tend to turn to alcohol or drugs as a way to turn off the voices of their emotions so that they don't have to deal with them. Then, unfortunately, when it becomes an appropriate time to turn back on your emotionality, that's when everything tends to come flowing out all at once and it can be a little bit overwhelming and then it gets easier just to turn them off in really any situation and this is probably one of the biggest blocks of feminine energy because a divine feminine woman is always connected to her feelings and her emotions although they might not always be pretty journaling is such a good way to process how we're feeling about certain circumstances that might have happened to us. Although journaling is not a fix for your emotions, you will feel a sense of relief when you put that pen to paper because you're actively thinking about how you're feeling. You're acknowledging that emotion. And then comes the next step of how can I change what I'm feeling? What can I do to make this emotion less severe? As a very structured and organized girly myself, 
my journals sometimes look like spreadsheets. And in one column, I will put the emotion that I'm currently feeling and write down everything that has come up for me that has triggered this emotion. Then in the third column, I write down how I want to feel. And in the fourth column, I can put little things that might make me feel better or like I have more control over that specific emotion. Let's use the example of losing your job. Maybe you recently got laid off and the emotion that you're feeling boils down to being anxious about money. In that first column, you would put stressed, worried, anxious, and you would write down exactly why you're feeling that way in the second column. Oh, I lost my job. I'm worried how I'm going to pay my bills in the next month. And in that third column, you would write that you want to have faith. You want to have faith in yourself and in the universe that this happened for a specific reason and that you want to feel relief that something better is coming. In that last fourth column, you might write starting your own business, applying for other jobs on LinkedIn, reaching out to friends, family members, peers, or old coworkers for new opportunities. In doing a journal practice such as the one that I've laid out, we're acknowledging the emotion and really boiling it down to how we feel without judging that emotion. We're writing down the circumstance and the situation that provoked that specific emotion so that we know exactly the time and place that came up for us. Then we're writing down how we want to feel. This is a manifestation practice in itself because we're telling ourselves and the universe, I deserve to feel like this. I know exactly what I want. And although I might not be there yet, this is how I want to feel. Acknowledging and knowing how you want to feel is so powerful because simply just knowing helps us to find that direction on how to get there. Then in that fourth column where we write out the ways to get there, it feels a lot more attainable and we're less stressed about the initial situation and the emotion because we now know the steps we have to take to feel the way that we want to. And although we might not take those steps just yet, obviously we need a little bit of time. It lays a foundation for us to take those next steps to begin to feel better. There are two more telltale signs that you might be temporarily blocking your feminine energy. And this next one, I'm putting a little metaphorical star next to because this is so important in so many women's lives. It is that you struggle to receive help, love, or even compliments from other people. The main word here is receiving. If you struggle to receive really anything, whether it's a physical gift or a compliment or help, whatever it might be, I want you to ask yourself why you're not open to receiving. We know that the feminine loves to receive. And when you are connected to this receiving energy, you are in your divine feminine. There are so many cultural and societal expectations that shape our beliefs around receiving. And some of this might come from a fear of being vulnerable, whether accepting compliments makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable and you might be perceived as weak or dependent. It could come from self-worth issues. If you've ever had a low self-esteem and low confidence, you might feel as though you're not deserving of positive attention, compliments, or even assistance. And you may reject help from others if they try and give it to you, or you may have this perceived burden. I know some women might avoid receiving because they fear burdening others with their challenges or needs. 
needs and don't want to come off as being high maintenance or demanding. So we choose to handle things on our own. But I want to tell you that although these might seem like cultural norms and expectations, they are dictated by our own feelings. They come from ourselves. And it's a stigma that we need to break because it is discouraging women from accepting love, gifts, attention, compliments from others, even though you genuinely need it. By nature, women have a hundred roles to play in everyone's life. We have to be caregivers, nurturers, providers of support, which can make it super challenging for us to ask for help or even accept it from others. And this conditioning can make you feel like you're being selfish. But I want to tell you that accepting help gifts, compliments, love, whatever it might be, not only accepting it, but also asking for it is such a selfless act because I know whatever help a woman gets, she is going to amplify times a hundred. We can overcome these struggles by doing some deep self-reflection, challenging the societal norms that tell us we have to do everything independently and alone, and cultivating a mindset that values and accepts support when it's needed. When we're vulnerable and ask others for help or even accept help, it grows our own community of women that are willing to pick up the pieces when we might not have enough strength or encouragement to do so by ourselves. Don't let fear of being vulnerable, your self-worth issues, or the idea that you might be a burden come into play because your feminine energy needs that community. And speaking of community, this brings us to our last sign that you have blocked your feminine energy. And this is if you have the feeling that you need to constantly prove yourself or your worth to others. There are a lot of high-value women in today's society who are killing it at their jobs or who are great mothers or homemakers or are bosses traveling the world and who are so good at being something for everyone else simply because they feel they need to prove themselves. So next time you see a boss woman, ask yourself, is she doing this because it's genuinely bringing her happiness and peace and prosperity? Or is she doing it to prove something to herself or to other people? It's so easy to compare yourself, especially to women online, on social media, but accepting where you're at, knowing those next steps it takes to accomplish your goals and taking aligned action means that there is no room to compete with others or to prove our worth to ourselves or to others. We are solely focused on making our dreams come to life that we don't have time for others' opinions and beliefs of us. Gender roles, stereotypes, cultural family expectations are some of the reasons that we might feel that we need to prove ourselves. However, you can address these challenges by simply shifting your mindset towards recognizing and valuing everyone else as well as yourself for your individual inherent worth rather than your external achievements. I want you to contribute to creating an environment for yourself where you're feeling respected, you feel valued, and you feel like you can be your authentic 
self and build community around that with other women in your network. You are adequate, you are worthy, you are valued, and you don't need to outperform anyone else or hit certain benchmarks in order to feel that validation or acceptance. You are simply enough the way that you are. As I've said before, ultimately, tapping into your feminine energy is a practice that a lot of us have to work on, and it can sometimes be blocked. However, don't let a temporary block be the reason that you are constantly living within your masculine. It is all about having a healthy balance of the two and knowing when it's time to lead with your feminine energy or when it's time to channel that masculine. We're at the end of our list of seven signs that may be blocking your feminine energy. If you loved today's episode, I would so appreciate it if you could rate and review and follow this podcast. Also, I love when you share your favorite episodes on your Instagram stories. So if you do that, be sure to tag me at I am dangerously divine. And if you have any recommendations for future episodes, I can also be reached on Instagram. I would love to chat with you more personally over there. With that, I'm going to end today's episode. I'm Rachel. This is the Dangerously Divine podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you tune in next time.